Alright, good evening everybody. How's everyone doing? Uh, welcome to another episode of A Pow Wow with Pops. Uh, coming to you not live and not direct. Uh, let's see, it is, I'm actually doing this on an odd evening. It's a Thursday night, but I'm putting this up on Monday. But uh, a good friend of mine uh, let me, I've been kind of trying to ask him for a while. I know he's a busy dude. And uh, he finally said I could swing by uh, and uh, check out what he's doing. Uh, we worked together. He also uh, worked across from a place that I worked at for many years. I think I probably met him probably technically maybe 12, 13 years ago when you worked at... Yeah, probably about that, yeah. 12, 13 years ago. And uh, actually, I'll just go ahead and say the gentleman that I have with me tonight is the old... Josh Jordan. Josh Jordan, yes. Welcome, sir. Hello. I mean, welcome me to your house. Thank you. Yes. Blake, thank you for being here. Appreciate you being <laughs> here, here in the garage. In the garage, go. With the loud uh, AC. I love it. Thank it's, you. It's Well, you know, I like its ambiance. Oh, I'm trying to get yeah. I try to get as much as I can. Mm -hmm. But um man, it's uh I'm glad it's good to see you. It's been a while. Yes. I love uh, working with you and uh <laughs> <laughs> You're so nice. You don't have to lie to me. I was a pain in the ass to work with. But yeah, um great. Anyways, um, so I know, I think one of the main reasons, one of the main reasons why I wanted to speak with you on the show, um, because in the, in the short time that I've known you in comparison to other people that I've known mm -hmm. in town, uh, in, the, in, in the time that we actually have gotten to know each other, um, which isn't really that long, like tight-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you in the short amount of time, I think I met you. What was it? Maybe when for real when you were living with George Rubello, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that was back in I don't know how far back was that? Eight years ago? Yeah, I think eight or nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then you right around that time you were working at Publix. Yeah, I was. I worked there for thirteen years. I was a customer service manager, and uh, yeah did that for a while and then I ended up going back to school okay yeah and uh, and Publix what 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 originally made you interested in Publix well I'm originally from Aruba um, I moved to the States in 98 I lived in South Florida and that was the first job I got when I was 14 okay and I ended up just sticking sticking with it it was a great company um, great benefits um, paid for my AA so it's just you found it just it worked it out. It worked, worked out. out. Yeah, 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 it was it great. It worked with what you had in mind in a plan. Exactly. And I never okay. knew exactly what I wanted to do. So there was no real itch to leave. Hmm. It was just kind of like, all right, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to work here and then see where it goes. Yeah. And then my next goal was let's try management. Let's see how I feel about that. Let's see if it's something that works with me. Right. And I, I did. I did do it and it was, it was a great experience. I learned a lot. I just, I couldn't do the hours anymore. Right. And I just wanted, I knew I wanted to go back to school and finish my bachelor. so. Okay. I ended up just stepping down and going back. Okay. Back to school. Finish your school. When did you get your bachelor's in? Uh, communications. Okay. Leadership development. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what would, like, say, if you, with that degree, what would be a, a, a normal job that you would go into with that type of degree? Um, 
Normally, I mean, you could go into it's just such broad. It's a broad degree. Yeah, so journalism. You, you can go into you know more of like a a government job, okay. a government were agency you, job. Were, did you when you got the degree? Were you thinking journalism or anything like no, that? No, I. It's such a broad degree because we learned a lot. We learned, you know, how to do video production. It was just essentially how to communicate within different okay. aspects of different industries. And okay. that's essentially what I learned. Because um, I am an introvert, but I. I am someone that can communicate effectively to people and right. relate to people. So I, I knew I wanted to do something with people. I even thought about maybe even doing something with like possibly PR or doing something along the lines of that. Um, and I I thought maybe I wanted to do the ant thing yeah. for, and just kind of do that. So it was kind of in line with what I could do and also what I can get into the school with. So, right, like, right, so it was right. kind of a combination of like, I know I can do this and I can my grades I can get accepted into this college yeah yeah so and you said originally you're from Aruba yeah um did you where did you where where in Florida did you move to when you came from Aruba uh I lived in uh Weston like what? Broward County Broward County yeah okay um how long did you live there I mean like how old were you when you moved to four I was 14 so it was like around 13 14 years so you old. moved from Aruba around 13 14 yeah so okay Aruba between birth and the age of 13 and 14 what was that Aruba like it was amazing it was awesome. I mean, it's it's such a small island. You you get to know everyone. Um, everyone's really happy. Everyone's great. There's no. I didn't really see. You don't people see just. I don't, I didn't really see what life was like outside, outside of that. Yeah. And so like, growing up in that, it was awesome. It's not. It's. I know my. I know my wife had gone there for a vacation. She said it's definitely not. It's not extremely westernized. Uh-uh. You know, they definitely take care of things a little bit differently there. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and um, so it, were you into music and stuff in a room? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what was your thing back then? Like, what so, were you, like, so, did you, were you into, was it American music for you? Or was there, like, I, you I really, you know, it's funny, is I really liked, like, new metal stuff when it was coming out, and, like, so, my, like, Sepultura and, yeah, I and, loved, and loved all that stuff, okay. and, like, a buddy of mine, me, me and him were, like, let's start playing guitar, and his dad bought him an electric guitar, and I was, oh, like, shit. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing, yeah. so we both got acoustic guitars, I saved up all my money from working at my parents' restaurant. Okay. We came to the States. I think we went to, like, Disney, and I ended up going to, like, a music shop and buying my first oh, acoustic wow. guitar with the money I saved. And I was like, this is awesome. And then I took uh, classical guitar lessons until I moved here. And oh, I, sure. I've always okay. just taken taking guitar so, lessons. So, uh, kind so of, I loved guitar. I okay, really so loved... guitar's always been a part of you, it seems. Um, what What's the earliest age that you can remember that you were, like, that the when you heard it that you know that moment when the hair stands up on the back of your neck when mm-hmm. you're a kid when you first hear that music you're like holy fuck that's it I really liked the Four Seasons which is kind of weird I really like that was like like Michael Jackson and the Four Seasons like that was like I don't know I just I really liked those two groups when I was younger I had okay. cassette tapes and I was like this is awesome yeah and yeah, then yeah I just slowly moved into like more like heavier, heavier music. stuff as yeah. you got older but which I, always I, happens for boys i think yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> the testosterone level builds yeah the, the music seems to get harder exactly and tougher yeah i mean i still appreciate a wide yeah. range of music but like it just kind of slowly got i even made a joke the other day i was like i'm so old now like when i listen to pantera i almost feel like i'm listening to screwdriver because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes phil just some of the stuff he says is just like Walk what? on homeboy? Who are you talking <laughs> to? Who are you talking to? Phil? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on there, Phil? Yeah. So, um, 
Okay, so you move you move to Weston at 14. Um, you're in Weston from 14 to what age? Uh, I moved, um, I think it was like 18 or 19, I moved here. So you were in Weston for like middle school and high school? Yes, and then I stayed around, I stuck around for a couple years, and then my, my dad worked for TGI Fridays, and he moved to the one in Gainesville. He had some friends oh, that shoot, lived here, okay. and that's why I ended up here, because they moved here. So they like, were restaurateurs in Aruba? Yes. Was it a family restaurant yeah, kind of deal? Yeah, like, it was a partnership between two other families. We had oh, wow, we had okay. five seafood restaurants on the island. It got really competitive, because by the time we left, there was like a thousand restaurants on the small island. So because of it tourism? Just, yeah, yeah, so it just wasn't profitable anymore. Um yeah, we fish in a small pond. Yeah, exactly. So we, they ended up just relocating, selling their partnership, and moving here and starting over. Okay, and uh, and your your parents both um, did they do restaurant stuff in Weston as well? Or um, my dad took on like a couple random jobs, and then finally he found TJ Fridays, and then oh, okay. just stuck with that. And yeah. I'm sure that because of his experience, he they right. It, he had a hard time finding a job initially because of his experience, and then just kind of had to find. Kind of the build, right place, right to build up again. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, so you, so what was what was middle school and high school like for you in Weston? What was that? It's it was kind of rough because I didn't really, I wouldn't say I, I didn't feel like I ever fit in because there was just I felt like there was a lot of different little cliques, like people that listened to this, people listened to that, people that did this, and I just never like really and being understood. introverted. Did that have an effect on it? Possibly. You think, a bit? I ended up meeting people towards the end of high school, and I still keep keep up with a couple friends that awesome. I went to high school with but like you had friends in high school <laughs> <laughs> I did not <laughs> had like two and I mean I got along with everyone it was yeah, just there's a squirrel yeah that I've been nuts <laughs> yeah behind the band room. yeah but uh it it was definitely an experience just like culture shock just like what's at the level this the there's just it was just it was so big there's so many people and there's right. so many things going on. I ended up I was a straight A student because I didn't know anyone. Okay. And then I started meeting people and then my grades went down. Then you agree. That's well yeah. that's how it works yeah. in, in Western society. Yes. Exactly. Welcome to America. We'll, Thank ma- you. we'll make you dumber. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to dumb you down. Yeah. Um so okay, so you moved to Gainesville when you're eighteen. Uh you said you were you you were were you working at Publix down yeah, south? Yeah, so, so you that, transferred. I just transferred. So that was perfect. So your dad transferred. You transferred. Exactly. So you guys had that going. And then I f- was going to BCC Broward Community College, and then I just uh, ended okay. up finishing at Santa Fe. Okay. Yeah. And you finished Santa Fe. What With year? Business. Uh, what year was that? I think it was two two thousand five. Okay. I think yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you were still. And that two thousand two thousand five, were you working at the time? Yeah, I was working, working at, 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 at Publix. At, yeah. And you, and when, so when did you quit Publix? I think it was two thousand eleven. I think it was two thousand eleven. I actually quit Publix. Yeah. Wow. Two thousand twelve. Yeah. I just worked there for. It was. It was. It was good. I just. My problem was just you never had a set schedule, and that was really rough for planning things. And I. I just couldn't do Especially it, and the amount of hours, age. and the amount of hours you working fifty hours a week, and it was just it was just too much. Yeah, it was too much. I wanted to do more things, and I couldn't. Yeah. So is your, is your dad still in the restaurant business? No, he's retired. Okay. Yeah. And he, so, he has an online business. So your folks are here in town, or so they, they live in Mount Dora. So that's where's Mount Dora? It's like a little north of uh, Orlando. 
Okay, so not too far. It's not too far. They just yeah. found like a, a nice yeah. area to be reclusive and exactly. married together. Yes. Yeah, happy. Close enough to the kids, but not too close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, right. So, um, okay, so so I know, so when did you actually start playing in music here in Gainesville? When did um, you start? Because I know... I've always kind of I know you almost, always had guitar and stuff, and you always talked about it. I remember when you were living with George, mm-hmm. and you were tinkering around with it, and so... Yeah, so I, I did, I've been in maybe like a maybe a handful of bands but I've never I always ended up just like not having time to do it so I would always like start to do something and then be like alright and then I'd be like no, I can't do it yeah. so that was always the case so I've never been in like in a real I've only been in like maybe one real band like where we actually recorded stuff like really yeah cause I just I never you can't even hold it together I can't do it I can't just to come in your home and I say can't. plug into my thing here and we'll record a little album no one else has to hear it I mean I record stuff all the time I've got <laughs> you? yeah you probably but, have six out, six or seven albums yes, just sitting in there exactly completely done like clean, ready to go vocals done clean everything. fully done like, just yes. operatic Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing strings. Shit. I bet. Yeah, strings. I seriously like this. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. You guys hear that? <laughs> no. No. Um, too low. Okay, so you never played any music, but you, um, but I know, but I know for a fact this is something I did want to talk to you about as well. That the amount of musical information that you took in in the short amount of time from. From when you really started, like when, I remember us talking about it before, mm-hmm. like in a like maybe within a four or five year period, you you had you I had everything. Much, you 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 had sucked everything in as if you were like a big whopper computer in war games, and mm-hmm. you were you like you, anything new I wanted to hear. Like I just wanted to know what it was or yeah. What do you, so? What do you think is your driving force for your artistry? I mean, do you think? I'm going to call it artistry. You can call it whatever you want. You, whatever hat or you, hobby or whatever you call it. I'm going to call it artistry because you're a musician, you're a craftsman, you're an electrician, um, and you do other things. And usually people who can do more than one thing like that, and especially do it well, there's, there's an artistry that goes with it. Um, too kind. Too true. Um, but what what is it about music that you think that has made you want to express yourself artistic through artistically through sound I maybe not because you're not because like you said you don't have time for music to play right. but you're playing with music anyways yeah in a way like you're you're, you're artistically trying to create a, a sound I guess I I really I don't know. I just always really like sound. I really like playing with it. I like. What are your five top favorite sounds then? What would like you say? For, yeah, like like musically wise. Like, what do you like to hear in a song? What's I want to be able to hear everything. Right. I want it, I want it to be the, the fidelity to be rich. I want to be able to hear everything equal across the board. Yeah, yeah. But I really like a really good like guitar sound. I really like. I don't know. I just really like honing in on noise, and I like being able to experiment with it. Yeah, I love being able to shape it. That's it's like to be even be able to do that to me is like oh my god. Yeah, I, I can I can mess with sound. I can fuck with this thing, and it's gonna do this, and it's gonna sound like this. So where did you? So when did you the first time decide to start 
mess to start playing with sound like to take an amp apart or I mean was that it was it you had an amp that broke and you decided fuck it I I, I could do this I'm smart enough so I could do math I can do this shit <laughs> I it all started I I met my friend Tyler that used to live in town and he was going to school for engineering and he bought me my first soldering iron I used to just watch him do repairs and like he bought me a soldering iron and I started with pedals. I was just like I. It's it's it's. It was more cost effective for me to build a pedal that I wanted than to actually buy one. Yeah, because the pedals are expensive. As pedals shit. are expensive, especially if you want something that's built really well and made, and made really specifically, well specifically yeah. for a specific thing. It was just you know I really didn't want to have to spend a lot of money. So right. a, a pedal range anywhere between like if you build it yourself can range from anywhere between like forty to a hundred bucks just in parts. And now you've got this awesome thing, which probably they turn around and sell for like a four hundred dollar pedal. I mean, anywhere between like anywhere between like one hundred and fifty to like three hundred dollars. Pedals are just sick. It's like, crazy. Best, some bass pedals, man. There's some bass pedals that I I want that are like eight hundred dollars. I'm yeah. like, what's it do? Right. I'm, and <laughs> Does I'm it play the bass for me, like please, Eddie Lee. Please, that'd be great. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Do it. Do it. I pushed it on. I did it, and now it, it, it plays for me. It's great. <laughs> But, Who's that? Jack up Astorius? Yeah. Uh, no. No. But, <laughs> um, I'm frugal, so just... <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm frugal. So if I could build it myself, then... Yeah. If I could build it myself... Here you go. i just go out there. I'll learn on. So if you could build it yourself, if I could build it myself, I'm gonna do that. So I started building stuff, and thank you. Started building stuff, and I just kind of got mesmerized by the wiring. I really liked playing with the wire to make it do different shapes, and really playing with it to make it look ornate. Okay, right, right. And, I, and that was fun for me. It was like. How do I make this look amazing when you look at it? Like to me, amazing. Like to me, like wow, this was really built. You really want it well. tidy and yeah, just and tied that, up. That and... was the fun part for me. Like to make to build. I, one thing I'm building something that can do something now yeah. that didn't exist, and and also I can shape it however I want to shape it. So that was like that's like that was became my canvas. I'm okay. Just like, I really like playing with stuff to make it look a certain way. Cause I just did a I did I did a um, podcast with my buddy who builds computers. Oh, okay. Uh, this this guy Ryan Elliott, he has his own company. He's building computers out of his house, and they build computers for like big time gamers, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I went over there, and we did a live video of this computer that they built. Dude, man, I'm telling you, it had like look like it had a turbo inside of it. It was yeah. all glowed red. He was talking about the same stuff. How the wiring was just so neatly packed in mm-hmm. there, and it looked. I mean, he was talking about. Like the same thing. He's like, not only do I want the computer to do what I want it to, when I look at this, I want it to look the way I want it to look. Yes. Because there's an, he was saying, there's an artistry behind it. There's a way that the wires look to him that make make it pleasing to the eye. Yes. You know, and and I mean these. That's are, fun. Yeah. And I think that's fun. And then it started to snowball into amps, like Quick tinkering, ring. tinkering with amps. I was like, all right, so how do I do this? And I built a Fender Champ. That was my first amp. And okay. And that's how I learned how to read like a schematic, and then also read a wiring diagram. 
and then it just kind of slowly snowballed, snowballed. Right, right. Oh, now I can work with wood. All right, now I can build a box for this thing. Now I can do this. So like acquiring the tools slowly. Yeah. Getting things, and it just kind of just it's been just. It's like just like when I wire, it's like you start with your base and yeah. you just kind of build and build yeah. and build. So like it's just been a a slow snowball of just learning things. It's been about like what a five or six year process now, hasn't it? Yeah. About, about that. that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I would have to say, I mean, for someone who, I mean, I, I, I don't, I have not, besides just knowing, meeting your roommate who does this as well, I, I don't know anybody else in town that does this type of work, you know, offhand. And this stuff is, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I went to, uh, 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 what's that, that, uh, the home audio place. Mm-hmm. Over uh, sound the, ideas. Sound ideas. Yeah. I went in there and I one day to bring in a speaker. I had a I have a B and W, okay, monitor speaker. And the tweeter's bad on it, right? I go in there. I, I know I can go in there and pull the twist the tweeter. It comes right out on plugs and everything. But it's like I can't find them online anywhere because it's a 1997 B and W. So the tweeters they don't and everything's 2000 plus. They don't make that. They don't yeah. make that shit. Yeah. And even if parts wise, probably people are holding on to it. Right. So I went up there to ask him if mm-hmm. he had parts for it, and he's just like, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. He's like, there used to be four guys here. There's just one now. There used to be four guys that could repair. You should see what the back of that place looks like. It looks like a warehouse full of like the most old school badass amps and just, receivers just and stuff. There. Just sitting there waiting to be fixed. And the mm-hmm. guy's like, He's like, I don't know when I could get to it, and I'm just like, years, huh? And he's yeah. like, probably. Mm-hmm. And he's like, every all the all the old school people are retired and shit. There aren't yeah. people that do that kind of work anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's good to see that there's young people out here actually doing stuff that can take old equipment like this and keep it going for like, if you Another, have time yeah. and, and yeah. you know and, and can do it for somebody. Yeah. You can help them out and make their amp last a little bit longer, you yeah. know, so they don't have to fucking drop twelve hundred dollars or whatever on a new on yeah. a whole new amp or anything. So yeah. it's like, it's a very it's a very important artistry one. And, and like I said before, it's like something that not many people are doing in town. So you have like this ability to to use your artistry to affect everybody's sound. In so many ways, you know what I mean. Like it definitely has a, a you. You could have a bearing on Gainesville music. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think big, man. I think big. I think big. Not for myself. Everyone no, else, yeah. I think big. I, no, thank I you. just want to do this little thing. Yeah. But no. Um. So. All these years of building these amps and learning how to do this stuff. Is there it started anything? With, it started with repair, just like digging in and fixing things right and now that I, i've been able to fix things i know how things are supposed to work okay right and what voltages should be what i should see and then just all that stuff that just i learned from repairing is now translating into me building right and taking what i've learned that stuff that breaks right or stuff that does fail a lot in amps and i'm taking that knowledge and then i'm putting that into what i'm uh, doing okay what okay so like that's a that's kind of some fun as something you say What's something that's common that fails in amps? Um, I would say power resistors. Power resistors are yeah. probably some of the biggest, yeah. the number one things. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's power resistors? Do you think it's because they don't... Because they take a load of the... They take the biggest brunt of the power, especially okay. on power tubes. Um, they just they just, they just take the wear and tear of the amp. So if you don't have a good power resistor 
over your over your power tubes. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna last. So what the power resistor does then with the it's tubes? Just, it's just a resistor, it and just, it keeps it keeps from too much amperage from going through it's the allowing tubes. Certain, or a certain, certain a certain voltage to come through the through that particular part of the part of the amp in okay. that tube. So what I do is I'll I buy I over I overbuild things. So okay. Tolerances. So like if if a part in the amp requires maybe like a one watt resistor, I'll usually buy anywhere anywhere between a five watt and like a thirteen watt. Okay. So that it can handle more of a load if something does happen. Okay. And doesn't fail. Oh wow. So just like take like looking it, at the. Why do you think? Oh, why do you think a lot of companies don't do that? It's cheaper to buy cheaper parts. Yeah, but and, even and mass quantities too. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, is the is. It, it, I mean, in the long still, run, is the you, price difference really that much of a difference? Maybe yes and no, but it's you're you're talking like I mean, the people do build nice stuff. They're, I'm not the only person. Yeah, that yeah, does yeah. This. There are other guys that yeah, build yeah, totally. like boutique amps that, that do take those into consideration as well. And I've I've looked at those amps, and that's why I do some of the things I do. Right, I right. See what you learn from the guys that were learning from those. Yes, the, yeah, yeah. And then what I've seen, yeah, over time, just like what what values and what what works and what doesn't work within the like the circuit yeah yeah is and you said you you yourself the amp you're working on now was an old jcm 800 uh which you said which i know is for not even being a guitarist but someone who's carried a lot of them mm-hmm. yeah is a very <laughs> common amp and you're looking for a particular sound do you think when you find that particular sound is it something that you're gonna want to is it the sound you want to keep for yourself um kind do you know what I, I mean? Like, like, like shaping this thing. Is it going to be your thing, and then you're going to tweak it and make it, you know, not make sure nobody else gets exactly what you have because I mean, it's your sound that you're looking for? I mean, that's what a lot of people do for? is they'll end up building something, and then they'll, like, cover it and, like, put paste on it so you don't see what they're doing. I'm not necessarily – I don't think I'll think I'll ever do that, but, like, I don't even know if I'll build more of these. I don't right, know. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what the future holds. I'm, I'm not trying – to build stuff for people, right. I'm just building it for me. Yeah, yeah. I want to build something that I would actually want to have. Right. And that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying to shape something that I would appreciate having and appreciate owning and would want to play with. And if it if it makes me want to play, then I've succeeded. Succeeded. If if, if it sounds good and it makes me want to play good, then yeah, it, yeah, I've succeeded. Right. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to achieve. I want it. Do you to think su- that's that's what you're waiting for? Like having that that having like I'm this is kind of like how I am yeah I'm not happy with like say if like when I was building my old uh, car that I had mm-hmm. wasn't going to be happy with it until I had a certain part on it that I wanted for the car right and I don't I will not give up until I get what I want yeah yeah so that's kind of what I'm I'm always playing with different values until I I don't know if I'll ever be done I don't know wh- when done is there's right. no there's no finish line right it's right just my ears and I'm playing and this this works this doesn't work why doesn't it work yeah can I try a different value here and there and and then just kind of going from there yeah yeah okay and tell me in the time that you've lived in Gainesville what what are um oh I, I mean because I know you, I, I know you go to a lot of shows are do you still hit are you been hitting up a lot of shows no lately? I haven't I haven't been, I've been kind of like a hermit permanent yeah it? I don't really I haven't been going out very much anymore so, so uh, but over the years like what what is um what have you what have been what have been your bands that have that that are like local or anything in town that you've even seen at shows like what what is it about 
any of that stuff or any of the bands that you saw or who are the bands that you see that that kind of like drive you artistically that make you think about this stuff all the time is there anything I, out there that that that, that I, helps you think about this stuff is there anything i i mean there are bands i won't wouldn't necessarily like i haven't been out that much i mean locally um like who's one of your favorite local bands that you that that you've kind of it doesn't have to be a newer one it could be an older one I mean one of one of the bands that you like you like when you hear it you know it's Gainesville like no matter where you are if you hear it you're like this makes me this makes me feel think of Gainesville I would say like hot water music would be one of them right. like that that would be a big you know like component I don't listen to them that often but when I do I'm like oh this is yeah, this is something that I like, and it's something that I can listen to. Would you would you say that their sound is um, kind of like, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna compare it, kind of like how Radon and Spoke were Gainesville mm-hmm. sound. Yeah, kind of in that same vein, like mm-hmm. Hot Water definitely have a Gainesville sound. Yeah, of a, t- a certain time period. Same with Radon, same mm-hmm. with Spoke. I mean, because like when I hear Radon, Spoke, or Hot Water music. Or Section Eight or any of those old. I mean, it's like you can shoot Tired from Now On. Yeah, Red Roses for. I mean, any yeah, of those always, guys, yeah. Culture, any of the old yeah. guys that used to play. I mean, it's like, it, it's like, that's what I always liked about Gainesville. And what what I loved about the music scene is that is like you have there's this large group of friends and there's a peripheral. You know, like you're not tight with everybody, but everybody knows everybody. Right, and that—that's what I love that about. Like, I can go out any time, and I can see people I haven't seen in a while, and and just go out and just—I know I'm going to run into someone. And 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 so, do you find do you find Gainesville to be um, a a place that you think you'll probably stay in? Yeah, I I really enjoy living here. This is it's a great community and. It kind of reminds me of Aruba. It's 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 a, it's kind of a big city, but kind of not a big city. Right. And I, like I said, you can go out and just see someone you know, and you haven't actually talked to in a while, and it's it's just it's it's just really easy to live here. Yeah. And I, I love that about the town. It's got that charm where it's just like I can go anytime and just run into people. Yeah. So what do you so what do you think is your um. If if you don't if you're not gonna amp it if you're not gonna be an amp builder, what do you what do you feel you 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 uh, is it do you have anything in mind musically that you want to do down the road? Not saying like you want to build amps, but I mean, do, is there anything else that in this vein? Because you said you used you used to paint. Yeah, I used to paint like sorry, like like a paint paint like you used to like, like just acrylics for fun. I, I mean, yeah. are, is that something that's uh, I mean maybe it's very important to you as an artist. I don't. I haven't. I got rid of all my paint, and I don't have my easel anymore. Eventually, do you miss it. I, I kind of do. I kind of want to do it again, but I just haven't. My wife it's has not, an easel. Yeah, I just haven't. I haven't gotten to it in a while, yeah. and I. Yeah. yeah. So do you, so you you definitely you definitely feel that you're someone who is um, is constantly on. On on a on a track to uh, to trying to be creative. In I one just way like or making things. Right. I like I like using my hands, and I like I like making things. I like starting something and finishing it. Right. That's kind of like, and this what's fun about this is that you can never really finish, but you can. It's just up to you. Right. Which can be also daunting. So, I think what stopped me also from 
playing a lot is because I would just tinker around with gear. I would never just like <laughs> I would I was never done figuring out what I wanted. And I that was more important. It, it became that was more important to me than actually playing with people. Okay. And that and I just became like a just a, a gear guy. Like I just like I like gear and I like yeah, that that's what basically that I think that's what basically hurt me for playing with people. Right, it's just right. I just I was Your more focused head. on the gear. Yeah. yeah. What are you playing at? What does that sound like? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Right. yeah. How did you how how long have you been playing it that way? Yeah. I wanna right. know, yeah. Yeah. So okay, well then if I can ask you that, what are your then? Um, let me ask you, what are some of your like? What bands have your guitar sounds? The sounds that really capture you more than than other sounds. Like what bands out there that 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 guitar wise? Because I mean, because you say guitar I think, is so important. Like, what are the guitar? I like guitar like, right like bands? Melvin's. Like oh, so you like the kind of just like, I like like a really good like thick grungy kind of like distorted sound. But I also really like a good clear clear like modern sounds i kind of like both and i'm i'd like to be able to be able to do both and switch so it just really so depends like, on my mood like it really the depends crazy on the sound of like uh, you were saying melvin so that or engine down dinosaur jr and sonic yeah, youth kind too. of yeah a lot of weird yeah distortiony but then there's a lot of ding 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 like yeah. harmonic dynamic and yeah dynamic stuff happening mm-hmm. in there yeah so you're into dynamics a lot as yes well i want to be able to with with an amp to be able to pick lightly, play clean, and, can, and then and then dial in and just kind of just all with my hands. Okay, yeah. and, okay. I'm just gonna have you do this. Can you explain the idea, your idea of what dynamics means in music? Because when when I used to play with Tom Lacrasto all the mm-hmm. time, he gets so pissed off at me. He's like, motherfuckers. He's like, let's he's like let's make it more dynamic. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know. I'm, right. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't quite get it then mm-hmm. what he meant. I get it now, but back then I didn't quite get it. What would, what would be your definition of dynamic when you, when you say that? When it comes, I to would music? say just knowing when to ease up and and when to drive things. Okay. And just, and that could be even with way songs are structured. I mean, it's more it, like the ebb and flow of the song. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and to be able to translate that between with an instrument and an amp, like yeah. directly, and just. It's all here. I'm not focusing on what's on my board. I just, I'm trying to find something that will work all, all, all ranges of sound and yeah, tone. Yeah. So just being able to dynamically play lightly, d- dial in a little bit more dirt. This yeah. part's getting a little heavy. You know, just, just, just ranges of sound that you can just pre- reproduce okay. with one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that makes that def that definitely. <laughs> it all it's all feel. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was definitely explained a lot better than what Tom because Tom would just get so mad at me. I love you, Tom, but I mean he he would just get so frustrated with me and Brad because he was just like motherfucker, just dying. This yeah. sounds like this. Let's not sound like that. Let's make yeah. it dynamic. Yeah. But I think it could be it could it could mean so many different things to different people. Yeah, I think so too. Like I always thought dynamic was just like here's a part, then transition to another part, and then transition to another part, and then if you really want to build it up and make it dynamic, you know, like you know, like Queen, you know, like fucking like that kind of dynamic. Yeah, like that. That to me, I guess, was would be the idea. But I mean. They were pop bands, so. right? Right, but I mean, but a pop band with really good dynamics. Well, I mean, like a band that's really right. good dynamic. I think like Russian Circles. Yeah, how it like it's it's a, it can be really heavy and dark, and then kind of translate into something really pretty. And I drive like Jehu. 
super dynamic. Right? Yes. I, yes. I would have to say probably that for some reason that they just popped right into my head mm-hmm. probably to be one of the most dynamic. Very dynamic. Yeah. Out of a lot of stuff that I've heard. But that's also catchy too. It yeah, is, it is it's catchy. super catchy, which is weird because yeah. it, it, it's a weird dynamic. It's extremely weird dynamic. Yeah, because like it, the like the the scene is like ah, like there's this weird curdling thing to it, like mm-hmm. almost like someone's being tortured. Yeah, you know, and the and, the push pull, the yeah. push pull is really fucking yeah. all over the place on that album. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to that the other day, and that fucking album still. Believe me, back then, mm-hmm. I can tell you this, no matter how, what I thought I was of a music lover, I didn't get it back when right. it was first came out. I swear to God, I I pretended so hard to get it, because I wanted to be cool, and well, I didn't want anybody to think like I was, yeah. no, dude, this is it's awesome. great, it's I'm great, like, I don't get it. In my it, head, I'm it. like, I don't get it, I don't get it What, what is this? Yeah. 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 But now I, you know, now mm-hmm. I get it now, it makes more sense, but it's just so funny looking back at a lot of the band's like that mm-hmm. that I just like especially that was one of the things moving to Gainesville is being introduced to because like growing up in Sarasota definitely rock town you know mm-hmm. but also you know you had a little bit of punk but it was just a rough town so there really wasn't that type of music never really made it to right. Sarasota because mm-hmm. it it's just like rocker punk you know yeah. it's just really heavy or something you know it's just like methy <laughs> right, right. You know, like, like that feel to it. You know, not mm-hmm. like a college town music dynamic. You know, totally different. When I came here, I was so blown away by the artistry of everybody and the ability of so many different people to have so many different talents. You know, and and I mean, Sarasota is supposed to be an artistic town. You know, but I've met so many way more artists up here than you in Gainesville yeah. than I ever did in Sarasota over the 20 plus years. I mean, I lived there just as long as I've lived here. You know, and this town's smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of, I mean, not only Gainesville being a saving grace for me and, and giving me a place to where I could I could have a group of uh, family friends that are as big as they are and have people that are, uh, you know, that you can count on. So it's, it's definitely... You know, Jake Brown and I've said this a couple times. You know, he's like, it's it's a city, it's a group of weirdos that all get along. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I could I could see that. You yeah, know, we're all we're all just <laughs> different types of weirdos that all get along and and are uh, we're pretty easily forgiving, I guess. You know, so it's uh, I, I you know, uh, I'm appreciative of Gainesville because of that fact, and that's why I'm doing the podcast, as mm-hmm. you know, and and trying to get um. You know, trying to get more more of what people do in this town. That I mean, because like if, you know, because I mean, I people in China listen to this, like <laughs> Japan, really, Yugoslavia. South, I have a lot of South American listeners. Like it's it's weird. Like yeah, it's 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 growing. That's awesome. It, it's getting. I mean, I've, it's it's been. Uh, this is going to be my 80th track. That's awesome. So it's like it's over a year and so many months now. It's Keep just, it up, yeah, man. You know. I got buttons and stickers coming and t-shirts oh, and coffee mugs and all that stuff. And I'm working on two other shows. So I want you to be on my other show, too. It's going to be it's gonna be called Bowling with Pops. Okay. And it's going to be a live feed of Just us. Just bowling. Bowling. And we're going to put money on it, of course. And then as people <laughs> are bowling, as one person's bowling, the other person can come back and talk shit about the other person's bowling. You know, gotcha. it's kind of like a, a fun hangout time. Mm-hmm. But uh, to mess with each other kind of thing. But... Uh, but do you have anything else that you're working on besides 
amps or anything? You have anything coming up? You got any? What do you? What else are you doing with yourself? Um, just just working. What what are you where are you working at right I'm now? I'm working at Sharpspring. It's a marketing software company okay. here in town. Yeah. So you uh, so you decided to go back computer. It's, um so computer type work. Yeah. Like not what you were doing with Apple. Right. Right. I'm I'm I skipped all that because I didn't think you were really No, it's fine. It's totally fine. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's it's and I'm working with a lot of people that, I mean, you know, Dave, yeah, Replay yeah. Dave, and Travis, and so that's awesome. yeah, and so John Marbury. Just... Everyone. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. That's that's good to hear. You know, um, this is just a way to vent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amp stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and how do you like that job? It's great. It's awesome. It's just been working out it's for been, you. And how long amazing. have you been there now? Three months. Really? Yeah. Cool, man. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you found something that you could, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Feel settled in and. and uh, comfortable mm-hmm. yeah I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon yeah, yeah this, this is this way. is my home I yeah. mean yeah my job I got my job's a shit so <laughs> yeah I'm not 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 gonna lose that one no I'm gonna say fire me <laughs> but uh but man um man I really appreciate you letting me come over and check out the the lab yeah I'm gonna call it the lab sure um I don't know is I don't know if you want to do this does he do repairs? You could push his. Yeah. If so say... if you need if you need repairs done, um, my buddy Tim Robson, he does organ donor amps. You can find him on Facebook, and he does repairs. And that's organ donor amps on Facebook. Right? Correct. Yes. All right, guys, check that out. Um, if you guys need some work done, uh, this guy, it's yeah, man, he's got the shit going on in here. It's pretty, it's pretty well decked out, and uh, you know, for someone who's grew grew up. Around a lot of shops. This is a pretty nice shop. Got some nice. I want to tinker with some stuff and blow some shit up. Yeah. So, uh, but man, thank you so much You're for welcome. doing this. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate my pleasure. Um, and man, I you know I appreciate you just being a good friend over the years. Thanks, man. You know, I, um, I definitely, I definitely have to say you're one of the the chippier. Another another one of the chippier folks in town. You always have a um. No matter what you vote, you were always uh, someone that sounds like I'm, I'm like dying. <laughs> Josh, I'm here to tell you something. Oh man! Oh, what? what? What do you know? Oh god! What do I have? Am I going as big? Um, no, man. I just want to say I appreciate your friendship very much, and um, thank thank you for all the time that we spent together talking. I know you know we worked together for a while, and. Uh, Thank you for listening to all my venting and yeah, all that shit. Yeah, of course. And, um, love you, man. Yeah, I love you too. And um, again, folks, uh, this is a powwow with pops. You know where to check it out on SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Tinder, uh, Match.com, Match.com, ChristianMatch.com, yeah, MuslimMatch.com. Farmers Meat. Farmers Meat. I that, like that one. That one's really good. Mennonitematch.com is a good one too. <laughs> Mennonitematch.com. So. Yeah. Methodist Methodistmarried.com. Beards are hot. Um, <laughs> Beards are hot.com. That's what Josh is on. But uh, but no man, thanks a lot. Um, you guys have a good night. Um, my advertisement for this evening, don't forget, is Paladino Printing in Queens, New York. Look up paladinoprinting.com. That is in Queens, New York. 
Uh, Vincent Palladino runs it. That is my brother-in-law. Uh, if you guys need any flyers or anything in the New York area or anywhere, he can have that stuff FedEx to you. They do stickers, they do pens, they do all types of anything that you need printing-wise, they do. So uh, check them out. And uh, folks, I thank you all for listening and checking in on me. You guys have a great weekend. I'm sure I'll do something stupid over the weekend on my live feed on Facebook. Um, but you guys have a great night. Uh, take care of one another. Watch out for one another. Help each other out when you can. And, uh, hey, cops, put the guns down. All right, guys. Peace.